Welcome to my podcast. My name is Miriam Mason, spiritual advisor and motivational speaker. So today we have a special guest, Ed. Welcome, Ed. Can you please introduce yourself? Hello, good evening, good afternoon, world, and Miriam, and your amazing podcast. I can't uh, looking forward to this for some time now. My name is Ed Scherzer. I'm a U.S. Air Force loadmaster and meteorologist on the airplane uh, that flies into hurricanes for a living. We're called the 53rd Weather Reconnaissance Squadron of the U.S. Air Force Reserve. We're located in Biloxi, Mississippi, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast of the United States. And I've been doing this job for 22 years of my 26 years of military service. I'm both civil service and a reservist in the same job. I'm called an air reserve technician. Uh, So it's a government agency job, Department of Defense. And after 26 years, I've decided to hang it up. So I'm in a transition period in my life. And in one month, um, in January of 2022, I'm starting a whole new world, a whole new life, a whole new career, and figuring out what I want to do and, and empower people to live their best lives. And exactly how that plays out, I'm not sure yet, but Miriam is <laughs> going to help me get there today. Yes, I am. Yes. Even when you're saying that, I was like so excited for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like smiling over here. That's really, really amazing. So I have a question for you. So As an entrepreneur and with all this amazing experience that you've done, um, could you explain to me your definition of the meaning of life? What does life, what does the meaning of life, how could you explain it your way? Okay. Wow. Um, Start off with the easy one. Thank you, man. (laughs) (laughs) So the meaning of life I feel so strongly about this. When I uh, deep dive into thinking, I am the type of person that has always been a deep thinker. As a child, even a teenager, my grandmother made me a bronze statue of the thinking man. And I've had that in my life. It's sitting right here next to my desk. She painted that for me in a beautiful bronze statue painting. Even as a child, I was the little thinking man. They always called me little man. And I asked so many questions questions and was very curious. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming from a large um, entrepreneurial family with my grandfather having multiple businesses, my grandmother even operating businesses out of the home, my mom had me at such a young age. And I just um, grew up in that environment where there was always lots going on, lots of craziness, lots of fun, lots of confusion, but lots of hard work ethic. And so seeing them connect with people, provide a product or service, create friendships and and a community around their life and business, that instilled in me a connection with people. And I feel like we cannot live our best life and do anything in this world, in, in, in anywhere, uh, in any capacity without the ability to create connection. So I feel the meaning of life is meaningless unless you can do it with others. And so whatever that is to you, whatever that is, your, your purpose, your why, and, and what if you feel compelled to really give your gifts and your strengths to the world, I feel like you're doing yourself a disservice if you keep it all to yourself. So empowering those to find that reasoning, find that why, and be able to go on that path 
and be able to actually extend out and say, I want to connect and I need help connecting. I need help to do it and build the, the world that is your why. I think that that is the meaning of life, to do everything in your power, to live your why with others and, and in your community. That's amazing. Yeah, because that's why there's over 7 billion people on the planet. It would be really hard to kind of live in a bubble, <laughs> right. to live in your own bubble. So um, I also want to know, during the course uh, of your life, um, what factor made you realize that your issues uh, was related to challenges stemming from childhood? Um, let's see. So challenges from childhood, more so than anything for me, I feel like I've always been a resilient person. So no matter what life threw at me, no matter what circumstance I was in, I've always been able to find a way to constructively make it to where it made my suit of armor even stronger. So my parents were very young. I did see some conflict there. There was some domestic violence and domestic um, altercation issues mm -hmm. uh, with dad just being a very, uh, very strong willed, um, but controlled uh, person. He wasn't reckless and, and, and um, out of control all the time, but mm -hmm. I saw some very unstable circumstances and that made me very much more of a uh, stable person. And so I wanted to always force myself and my thinking as a deep thinking kid, I wanted to find a way to not be that way, to yeah. learn more so I could educate myself more, be smarter than that, live a better life than that. But um, also uh, I was there for my mother and um, and was very strong in the way of, of being able to help uh, protect her, help soothe her, help comfort her and then provide uh, some stability, I think, as I grew up and uh, as my, I became a teenager, um, that was very evident that that was my role to help yeah. and, uh, and stabilize the home and, um, and be able to bring that kind of light. I worked hard academically, athletically in my pursuit of different activities. I was very engaged in school. Once I hit 13, um, my coaches and teachers and principals and activity directors, I was very involved in school, very self-driven, made really uh, great grades um, all through school. And it was it was always yeah, self-driven. Could you could you uh, agree that uh, that made you a high achiever, like someone who strived for success? And um, also, I would like to know. Do you feel that you had a childhood if you uh, took took on that role of mediator and um, caretaker? Yeah, uh, good question. So um, as I reflect back, and and I've never, be honest, never really did a deep dive into <laughs> thinking about these issues and, um, and and talking about. It. So 
<laughs> I, I don't mind going there. And I, I really appreciate the question because I'm a very authentic and, and person that is one of my traits I feel like is a superpower is being able to be authentic and vulnerable. And more men, especially strong-willed alpha <laughs> type men and like mm-hmm. myself that that played all these sports and and um, and spent a career in the military, just being a very strong-willed girl, um, I feel like we need to be more vulnerable. It, and it mm-hmm. opens us up to be a more well-rounded person. People connect with you, respect you more, and you're able to actually um, network and uh, and be able to build a, a better life because your relationships will be deeper and more meaningful because you have the ability to do that. But to answer your question, I think growing up that way um, made, made me both grow up strong yes faster and and become a more young adult at a at a a younger age but at the same time that was already my nature my nature was already i was a very mature kid from very early on um but i also wanted to play i loved working hard and playing hard from seven years old standing behind my grandmother and my aunt's table selling kids toys and novelties and balloons and 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 having a good time at different fairs and carnivals and festival activities so when we were working you know we were had an entrepreneurial spirit family we went out and played but we also worked at those those things and so i was a little salesman from early on and connecting with people and selling and putting a a smile on a a child's even from such an early age gave me so much of a reward um, that i was doing that and working hard and making money and, and spending that time with my family and then i got to play hard too so i got to go enjoy those events while I also help to build um, a family business and, and being able to, to be a little hustler, you know, back then. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm, I'm curious to know uh, your social life. So um, with all of that, like thinking and, and all of that stuff, it, it makes you someone who's very rational and practical. So I'm, I'm curious about the emotional side. So uh, during, let's say, your teenage years and stuff like that, how was it to connect mm-hmm. with um people on a emotional level and more specifically I'm curious as a woman um, how was it co- creating creating connections with uh, the opposite sex on a emotional level was that sure. hard yeah, yeah. so um, I, I didn't uh, have a hard time uh, at, from about ninth grade I just did a, a really great conversation had a great conversation the other night with a friend I reconnected with uh, from high school and social media is just such an amazing place uh, when you use it for good uh, that way and uh, we we had a, he needed me as much as I needed him and we did a deep dive conversation and he reflected on a lot of memories that I totally forgot and so <laughs> I love being able to depend on people that have those types of memories um, and bring up you know uh, other aspects of your life but uh, up until ninth grade I was kind of a shy person in some regard only when me because we moved around a lot my dad was in construction and so we spent uh, the years from 
10 years old to 13, 14 years old. So about three and a half, four and a half years from fifth grade to eighth grade, I think I spent in six different schools, four or five, okay. five different, five or six different schools. So those are really uh, instrumental years. Those are really yeah. um, uh, life building years uh, for you to determine, you know, who you are and your personality. And, and so I was it was a very unstable family environment. We were moving yeah. a lot. But I think that that made me more resilient. That gave yeah. me another superpower of that you have to get out of your comfort zone. And the only way that you're going to make this situation better is being able to open yourself up to meeting new people and and saying who you are and becoming the person that you're supposed to be. And so um, it encouraged me and it drove me and um, it was it's a reward. And now it was very hard going through it at the time, but now I see it as a blessing in disguise. Uh, it absolutely made me uh, the extrovert that I am today. And so I really don't find it hard at all uh, yeah. to be able to open up, connect with people, see where they are. So if, as, a, as a deep thinker, human psychology anyway, is already a, a, a fascinating thing to me in learning about how and why people do the things they do, the, mm -hmm. the, uh, the way they live their life, the values and the environment they grew up, where they grew up and different things. I love experiencing lots of different people and culture and food and music and traveling the world. I got to do that for 20 years in the military. And so now it's so second nature for me to be the guy <laughs> that my nickname was the crew concierge for uh, mm -hmm. the crew when we traveled because I would find out all the local hotspots, where the best places were, that where were the locals hanging out. And we yeah. would go and be <laughs> goodwill ambassadors for the yeah. U.S. Air Force and go and experience life from, you know, at those the places. connecting. Yeah, <laughs> I love connecting. I love that. So I was curious. Um, so, because I'm 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 hearing you and all of that stuff. So I I I hear one side of the uh, connecting, connecting, and then it piqued my curiosity. Uh, could you say, looking back, uh, you had either um, separation anxiety or um, abandonment anxiety, or none, or how could how could you? Um, that I really need. I really would like to do a deeper dive on. I'd like to understand more based on um, just laying out my facts, laying out my history, laying out where I was, and and doing a reflection. And and you're the expert in that. You can help <laughs> me to do that. So maybe yeah. we need a part. Maybe we need a part two. Yeah. But, uh, I absolutely to go rewind to your first question, like connecting with others that came, you know, about ninth grade. And then, boom, the world just opened up for me when uh, I played high school football and you're the man on campus and everybody knows you and you're really popular and you work hard, you play hard. You have, you know, I had almost straight A's in school. And so, you know, the girls and guys started to notice that, you know, my competition in the classroom, my competition on the football field, 
um, people saw me as, you know, as, as an achiever. They saw me as a guy that worked hard. They saw me as somebody, you know, and so that kind of popularity, I think, just kept fueling the fire. And then yeah. I, did, I didn't have, you know, as much of a problem meeting people. And I connected with people. And I had this same girlfriend from 10th grade to my senior year, almost the entire time. So I connected uh, with one person and had a relationship that was a great relationship. And um, her her family was very stable and a mom and dad that was old, that were older and more mature. She was yeah. an only child. So I think, and I just had that conversation with her. And as you, as you could see, I still am connected. I, I reached out yeah. to her a week ago. She lives in my old hometown in Virginia, you know, a thousand miles away. But there's another friend that I have that just retired in the military that lives near her. And she was needing a caregiver for her special needs child. So I reached out to my high school girlfriend, uh, who's <laughs> a counselor, and the world works so i'm still yeah. connected i'm still respected and i was still i still have a relationship with someone from so long ago that we were you know meaningful in each other's lives as as young young adults you know as young teenagers and now we can still be friends and so that that really warms my heart that i can do that and be there for people. She just recently went through a very traumatic experience. And it seems like about a month ago, as I opened myself up and as I'm transitioning and going through this journey. Just, your Wi-Fi is getting <laughs> shot. With, yeah, people. Just, <laughs> that's just, like Miriam, just like Miriam Mason, I am doing my best to be able to let people know and let the universe know that that I am this very strong-willed, you know, very regimented, structured person, but I'm learning more that compassion and empathy is really, it's inside of me and it comes out naturally and I can be there for people as they're going through problems and traumatic experiences. That sounds so amazing. This, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so happy for this conversation. There's so much more that needs to be uncovered, that needs to be said. Um, so possibly we're gonna have to do a part two. Uh, so to conclude yeah. part one, um, with everything that you've learned um, during your journey and healing process and all of that stuff, if you can go back and give your old self one advice. What would that be? Wow. Yeah, that's great. So you could tell by my profile picture, it's like a big onion, Miriam. So you're like peeling all the layers back, right? As we go. <laughs> Love it. So um, the, uh, the thing I would tell my younger self is to not be shy and to absolutely not let anyone or anything stand in the way of you living your true self because you're worried about ridicule and judgment and um, someone else's opinion that doesn't matter. I just had that conversation. So even with all that I've done and all I'm doing, I uh, now that I, I lay it out on the table with someone like you, uh, mm -hmm. I realized, you know, there's so much more to me. I'm raising yeah. a 14 year old daughter on my own. Um, her mom's not That's in her baby. life, unfortunately. Yeah, that's God. That's God's way of giving me back for all my wrongdoings. And so I'm happy to do that. But it is absolutely my most precious job in the world is being a parent. And um, and so I've been a parent now for 25 years. My son is 21. 
and he lives here locally with his mother, and I, we see him as often as possible. And then I have Amelia. She's 14. Shaylin is 21. Amelia is 14. And Amelia, I told her just this day, to yet today, she's she's so just like me, a chip <laughs> off the old block. She's strong-willed in her convictions and very mature, and so she gets a lot of ridicule for kids her age that are um, very judgmental and they pass mm-hmm. all the time and they're very uh, mean and, and, uh, and, and very um, unforgiving when it comes to uh, their emotions and connecting and things. And, um, and so she's getting that going through that right now. And I just give her the advice that, you know, to never let someone else's opinion or judgment have anything to do with, you know, how you feel. There's a great quote by, uh, one of my my heroes, uh, Quincy Jones, a great music producer, musician and music producer. Uh, he said that not one iota of my self-worth, your opinion of me. And that shows that your self-reliance, uh, your self-image, your self-confidence comes from deep down in. And who you as a person absolutely is defined by your values, your actions. Are you living your truth? Are you living authentically and with integrity? And no one should be able to ever have any detriment towards that, um, especially if they're not living their best life. So I told her to take her phone out, put the mirror on and turn it to that person and say, you tell me why your opinion matters when you need <laughs> it in the mirror right so the man in the mirror song by michael jackson always mm-hmm. comes back to me am i doing my best to live my best and if i'm not then why my opinion should never matter my judgment should never matter to another human being that is so beautiful so tell everybody where they can find you on social media Okay, so um, I just have a couple of personal sites. I haven't really dove into building a business or a brand, but the blueprint has been in the works for a year and a half since the pandemic. Since mid-2020, I've been building out a exit plan and a business plan. So when I do launch and what capacity, I'm not exactly sure yet, but I, I'm going to do it very soon. But on Facebook and is um, Kane Head Ed, like Hurricane, C-A-N-E-H-E-A-D-E-D, Kane Head Ed. And then Instagram is Zipper Suit. So my flight suit has a long three foot zipper. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's a suit that zips. And so I like I like um, whimsical and very uh, you know funny nicknames and things. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the king of giving nicknames to people to be able to get them to bring their guard down and connect with them, right? So yeah. uh, I love nicknames. So um, Zipper Suit is my Instagram, and I think I haven't really started on TikTok, uh, mainly <laughs> Facebook and Instagram only. But um, yeah, the the beast is about ready to be unleashed, Miriam. So I'm That's taking. Awesome. Off the government military blinders and the muzzle the muzzle's coming off and you're doing yeah. that tonight you're bringing it all up yes 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 thank you so <laughs> much thank you very much for being my first guest um breaking the eyes and again allowing me to uh, fulfill my purpose and my dream so i just want to thank you very much and um, thank everybody for listening for tuning in and you can find me at Aperon by M17 on Instagram, 
and I will see everybody next time. Thank you, Ed. You're Bye. very welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.